At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Welcome to the Hornets Hivecast, presented by Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates, the official eye, ear, nose, and throat care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. Here's your host, Rob Longo. Hi, friends, and welcome to today's edition of the Hornets Hivecast, the official podcast of the Charlotte Hornets, brought to you by Santa. Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates are the official eye, ear, nose, and throat care providers of the Hornets. We got a jammed pack Hornets Hivecast today, an off-season podcast, still in a little bit of a holding pattern. Of course, we'll still have a lot of news and notes here coming a lot sooner as we inch closer and closer to the regular season, but wanted to get one out on the books today about the recent news that head coach of the Greensboro Swarm, Jordan Cernkamp, will return for the 2022-2023 NBA G League season. And if that name sounds familiar, of course, Jordan was the head coach of the Swarm this past season. He was also the summer league coach for the Hornets out in Las Vegas as well. So we'll go ahead and get our instant reaction. We'll talk about expectations. And of course, we're getting closer and closer to the regular season coming up pretty soon. We'll have a schedule release coming up, so we'll get a little bit of our predictions. We'll look into that crystal ball a little bit as well. Plenty of help on this one today as well with, of course, the voice of the Hornets, Sam Farber, and the lead writer of Hornets.com, Sam Perley. Guys, thank you so much for joining me today. Let's go ahead and start with Mr. Farber. Of course, he is the radio voice of the Hornets, so we'll lead off with him. Sam, wanted to get your initial reaction from this news that head coach Jordan Cernkamp will return for the 2022-2023 NBA G League season. He is the third full-time head coach for the Swarm in its history. Of course, you know, Greensboro did celebrate their fifth year anniversary this past season. Had a lot of success last year, was able to really build that program up a little bit we saw that in summer league as well just wanted to get your thoughts yeah i think it's great that he is going to be back for a second season first and foremost congrats to him there are not a ton of these head coaching jobs out there nba or g league so to have one is a huge accomplishment i'll quote what hornets president of basketball operations and general manager mitch kupchick said in the announcement uh, he said, quote, we're excited to have Jordan return as the head coach of the Swarm. Jordan is passionate about player development and understands the important role it plays in our organization. He did an excellent job working with our young players and our new coaching staff during summer league. I look forward to him continuing to work closely with Coach Clifford to implement the Hornets' style of play with the Swarm. And I think all those points are incredibly important here 
for the development. I do think this year's Swarm squad will have some slight differences from last year's. Last year's, there were a lot of young players in the pipeline, many of whom were looked at as as long-term projects at the time. And we saw the growth of Kai Jones from his initial summer league performance to this most recent one it's night and day in terms of what he is able to contribute actively to the team Uh, he basically averaged a double double with the g league team last season closer to a 2010 guy than just a a regular double double which would have been impressive enough by the end of the season so i'm really excited about having him back i do think it will be a different feel for this year's team but it's a great accomplishment for him And, and also we look at coaches as disciples of their head coach a lot. The fact that he is maintaining this role now under a new regime speaks volumes about what the organization feels about his future as a coach. Sam, that's a really good point. That's something that I wanted to ask Sam Hurley about was Jordan is in this role under a new coaching tree in that aspect. Of course, Steve Clifford is coming back into the fold here after the James Borrego era. Back when Steve Clifford was in his first run with the Hornets, the Swarm weren't really a thing. I mean, they didn't exist. They've only been around for five years. So this is a little bit of a different wrinkle for Coach Clifford now moving forward. So, you know, what does that mean for not only Coach Clifford having something new to kind of throw into in terms of player development and that sort of thing? You know, it seems like it's kind of like keeping the status quo a little bit in a sense. And I'm not saying that in a bad thing, just because, you know, Jordan was in that role last year. He's able to get into that role again this year because you want to have some stability sooner rather than later, right? Absolutely. And I think when you look at, you know, I think the the organization really, really started utilizing the G League more when Mitch Kupchak came in and really started kind of taking advantage of second round picks, loading up on undrafted guys, things like that. And you've seen the developmental stories over there. You've seen Cody Martin is probably one of the the best examples right now. He did a lot of time in the G League. Devontae Graham, Jalen McDaniels, Nick Richards, Sam mentioned Kai Jones, JT Thor, James Booknight. I mean, there's been a lot of guys that have spent time in the G League, and you've seen the progress they've made over the last four or five years. And a lot of them have gone up to contribute at the NBA level or have gone on to second contracts. So it's become a big part of this organization, this culture is that G League and kind of fostering the continuity between the Charlotte Hornets and the Greensboro Swarm and having some synergy between the two programs. And I thought, and to circle back on Jordan, I thought he did an awesome job last year. I think the G League, it obviously... You know, it's about winning and competing, but there, a lot of it is about development. So, record aside, you saw those guys get better over the course of this season. You saw Kai Jones and JT Thor get better over the year. You've seen the growth they've made at Summer League. A lot of that is because of the reps they got down in Greensboro and they bought into the system. A lot of it is buying into the process and knowing that going down to Greensboro is not a demotion. It doesn't mean your, your NBA career isn't going to pan out. It's just you got to have to go down there and get the reps if you're not getting them at the NBA. So, I thought Jordan did a great job last year. I thought he did a great job at Summer League, too. I mean, that's not an easy situation. Coming into summer league, you kind of have guys thrown in at the, you know, thrown in from all different parts of the, the country and backgrounds and kind of make a team work within a week and go out and win some games. And they competed. And, uh, and especially coming under new coaching staff as well, kind of around the same time, too. So uh, I thought Jordan did great last year. I think great summer league. And I think he's going to do great moving forward next year with Greensboro. So on a personal note, happy for him. He's an awesome guy. He's great to work with. And I'm excited to see what more the team and the players can do under him in, in the upcoming future. The one thing I wanted to touch on with what you said, Sam, is the fact that you know it's not indicative of what your NBA career is going to be. That's very important because, again, at the end of the day, there's only five starting spots on the floor. There's maybe eight spots in total when you stretch rotation, sometimes ten. I mean, it's not a lot of basketball. That's not a lot of minutes to go around. So you got to get your seasoning where you can, and it doesn't hurt when you go to Greensboro. It's not any different than having a player bounce between the AAA 
baseball level and the major league baseball level. It's just nothing is wrong with that. I mean, if you're a young guy and you need to develop something, maybe, you know, to draw a comparison, maybe you're a pitcher. You need to go develop an extra pitch in the minor leagues. As a basketball player, maybe you need to develop a mid-range shot. You go down into the G League and you work on that. There's a lot of similarities you can draw there, and it's definitely something that we've seen the last couple of seasons with the development of some of the guys like you mentioned. I think Cody Martin and probably Devontae Grammer's some of the big names that you've seen that have really developed going that G League route. So just looking for it to go higher and higher with those expectations with Jordan Sarenkamp returning into the fold as the G League head coach moving forward here for the Greensboro Swarm. That brings us to some expectations. We're going to talk about that next right here on the Hornets Hivecast brought to you by Senta. I'm not anti-aging. I'm pro looking my best. Getting cosmetic surgery at Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates has me looking young again and filled with the confidence I need to take on the day. From Botox to rhinoplasty to facelifts, Senta offers facial plastic surgery from specially trained eye and ENT doctors who are familiar with how all parts of the face work. Feel like you once did. Schedule your appointment today at ceenta.com slash appointments. Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates. They just make sense. Rob Longo, Sam Perley, and Sam Farber with you here on today's edition of the Hornets Hivecast brought to you by Senta. Jordan Serenkamp retained as the Greensboro Swarm head coach for the upcoming 2022-2023 season, the sixth installment of the Greensboro Swarm franchise. Of course, did celebrate their fifth year anniversary this past year. It's going to be really exciting here in a couple weeks. Well, it's going to be a couple weeks before you know it when the Hornets head up to the field house to take on the Boston Celtics in that preseason game. You can go ahead and get your tickets at Hornets.com for that as well. Speaking of which, let's go back now to the G League a little bit here. we got to talk about some expectations for head coach Jordan Sernkamp for the Greensboro Swarm. Let's begin with Sam Farber because Sam I think one of the things here is something that I didn't quite touch on in our last segment, but I kind of alluded to is, you know, it's not all about winning at the G League level. You would certainly like to win. You would like to create that winning culture. But again, it all kind of goes back to development a little bit. Once you develop that talent, the wins will come. Now, to a certain degree, if you develop that talent, then they're not going to be on Greensboro very long. So they might not be around when it gets to that winning time and those those championship runs and that sort of thing to win a lot of games. But it's kind of just taking it step by step in that aspect. I would assume that the expectation expectations stay the same in that regard. Yeah, I think there are some slight wrinkles. You, know, you used a, a baseball analogy, and I'll use one here too, in terms of what level the G League team operates at for certain players. When you're looking at, say, a Kai Jones last year, you might call it a redshirt year. There, there was an assumption he was going to spend a lot of time with Greensboro developing and preparing his game for hopefully a huge step forward this year or in the not-too-distant future. So you'd almost put that at the, the double-A level of baseball. You're, you're putting someone there with the expectation that, yeah, they could make an impact on the the big league roster, if you will, but more likely they're going to take a development year and really work their way forward and hopefully have a bigger impact at the the big stage, if you will, the, the year that follows. I would say... If you're looking at, say, a Bryce McGowan's or the way James Booknight was used last year, that's more of a triple-A look at it, where the hardest thing for young players to do is to stay in tip-top shape when they're you know right out of college where they played all the time. Now they're in the pro ranks where maybe they're not playing all the time, where they're needed less often or working their way into the rotation. Staying at peak performance without getting the playing time is a very difficult thing to learn. So the G League can be great for that. So I think there might be more of that usage and whether it is Ty Jones coming back or Bryce McGowan's or whomever it is from the quote-unquote big club that's working with, under the G League coaching 
coaching staff, I think we're going to see more of that relationship this year where it's less a long-term development. Certainly development is going to be a big part of it. And more, can you replicate a lot of the systems that the Hornets are using with Greensboro so that as players go down there to get more minutes and get more playing time and, and get some more development time on the floor as well, that those things are mirroring each other as close as you can. Sam Perley, you're a huge Mets fan. Do you want to add a baseball analogy in there since we were the uh, the first two to do it? But uh, I mean, in all seriousness, though, Sam, the thing I look at is you know what James Booknight and JT Thor and those guys were able to do. They got they went down to Greensboro last year. They got some seasoning, and then they were called upon due to health and safety protocols. They had to come in in some pretty clutch moments, and we saw more of JT Thor as the season developed. So in that aspect, who are we going to see maybe down in Greensboro, and what does the impact of Jordan being there for the second straight season have on them? And do we see them down the road? Because again, obviously we would hope to be out of any sort of health and safety protocols, and hopefully that's not an issue this year, but it's never out of the question. It's good to just kind of have that depth in the pipeline. Yeah, I think it's, you know, a lot can happen between now and the start of the season I think is the expectation like Sam says is James Booknight, JT Thor and Kai Jones are going to have the opportunity come training camp to make their way into the rotation the opportunity is going to be there now's the chance this is your first opportunity after kind of uh, to use the term that we've already used a little bit as redshirt year after you kind of redshirt year now's your opportunity to take a step forward you're going to have an opportunity to get into the that opening night rotation or early season rotation or be one of those top nine ten maybe 11 guys you don't really know how the you know how many guys are going to be used under Steve Clifford but you know maybe this year if you do go down to Greensboro it doesn't mean you're necessarily aggressing a little bit I think if I'm not mistaken Kai Jones might have spent maybe the last last like month month and a half down in Greensboro a little bit if you have to go down there for a game or two just to kind of get some reps or get a practice in or do something like that I mean it's still this is all still kind of the process it's still not hey I did one year in Greensboro now I'm ready to go I mean maybe it's you know, less less trips. I think, you know, you look back at Cody Martin, I think he went pretty frequent his rookie season and then kind of got his foot into the rotation and kind of just built, built, built. And then it wasn't as much part of his plan. And the other thing too, I, I would remember too, is every player's path to becoming an NBA player or getting into rotation is going to be different. Some guys are going to need two full years in the G League of kind of, of kind of reps. Some guys might just need a handful of practices. Some guys might need a couple games. Some guys might need a month, you know, and, and it's also not only about, you know, becoming a professional on the court and getting used to that, but it's also becoming a professional off the court and all the stuff that goes in with that and traveling and, and taking care of your body and getting your rest and eating right and things like that. So I would just be cautious to you know, make sure you're not comparing just because OJT did this last year. That means it's going to be this this year. I mean, everything is kind of, it's not linear. There's all sorts of ways to kind of get from where you are on draft night to where you ultimately want to be in the league. So that's what I think is fun for me personally is kind of seeing these guys pass and seeing them make this progress month after month, year after year. So to circle back to my original point, training camp, that's a great opportunity for those guys that were in the G League last year to kind of take that next step forward. And I'll start with Nick Richards too, because I think Nick Richards did some time in the very little time in the G League. I know his rookie season was kind of interrupted a little bit. They didn't have the G League then, but he's got an opportunity too to also get into that opening night rotation. So it's going to be fun. I like seeing the guys progress. And I think a lot of that is a testament to Jordan Cernkamp and what he was able to do with those guys down in Greensboro last season. It's great to have stability as the head coach of the G League, but at the end of the day, it's all on the players to prove that they can make it to the big league club and that they're ready to do that one more segment to go on today's edition of the hornets hivecast schedule is going to come out pretty soon so we'll talk about that next here on the hhc hornets fans it's time to get some new gear the best selection of new and classic hornets apparel is at the hornets fan shop now with new extended hours stop by spectrum center wednesday through saturday from 11 a.m to 5 p.m to pick up the latest in jerseys jordans and more 
or you can shop from the comfort of your own home 24-7 with just a click of a button at HornetsFanshop.com. An easy trip on the light rail, you'll be sure to find something for everyone at the Hornets Fan Shop. Rob Longo, Sam Hurley, and Sam Farber with you on today's edition of the Hornets Hivecast. And of course, the whole reason we decided to put this podcast out was because we had to talk about Jordan Sernkamp returning as the G League coach for the 2022-2023 season. We still had one more segment we had to fill, so we're going to have a little bit of fun with it. Much sooner rather than much later, we're going to have the 2022-2023 league schedule come out. So we decided to play a little bit of a game. What is the first game that the Hornets are going to play out of the shoot? So I guess we will do Rob rules here. I'm probably going to bite myself by saying that because chances are we kind of have some similar thought processes on who the Hornets are going to play and where that game will take place. As a reminder, last season, the Hornets started off with the Indiana Pacers at home for the first game. It was a great game. Hornets were able to come back from a 20-plus deficit and win it. P.J. Washington, great block or great defense on Damana Sabonis at the buzzer to secure the win. Very great way to start off the season. So I'm going to whip it around the room. I'll go last as since I'm the host today. I'm going to go with Sam Farber. I will let Sam go first because he's usually the guy to go last here. So Sam, give me who the Hornets will play on opening night and where that game will be. I appreciate it. I appreciate the opportunity to uh, dodge the Rob rules effect. Also, one thing I want to throw in there since we have been talking a lot about Greensboro, uh, while their full schedule, I believe, still has to some time till it comes out, we do have some dates for the 2022-2023 schedule. We know that they are going to be home on Tuesday, November 15th for the annual school day game. Also home games for some weekend uh, or weekend adjacent nights, Friday, November 11th, Saturday, November 19th, Friday, February 3rd, Saturday, February 25th, and Saturday, March 25th. Tickets are available for their full season slate as well. So go check out the G League season ticket rates starting as low as $8 per game. Uh, You can go ahead and visit GoSwarm.com for all the information there. Now, to your question, who will the Hornets open up against? I got to do who and where. Correct. I'm going to go with the Hornets opening on the road this season, and I'm going to say they open at Orlando. I think the the league will want uh, some some marquee names in some of these spots, and so I think Lamelo Ball, a former Rookie of the Year going up against the most recent number one pick, Paolo Bancaro. So I'm going to put that one out there. Heck, that could even be a a nationally televised game as well. We'll see. Um, But I'm going to pick Hornets at Orlando to open the season. I like the pick. I didn't think you were going to go that route, but it makes sense. Divisional opponent, some young budding superstars maybe, and Paolo Bancaro, and of course, you know, LaMelo Ball is already an all-star. So, you know, we can pencil that one in, but I like the pick intriguing matchup all four of those games against Orlando this year are going to be really interesting because this Magic team's got a lot of a lot more talent on it now and they got a lot better through the draft as well Sam Perley, you're up next. Who you got? Where and when? So I, when I was, you asked this question, I just kind of like, what's the first thing that comes to your mind? And that's what I wrote down. So it feels like they've opened at home. Uh, the first game of the season has been home a lot recently. Like I want to say like maybe ballpark, like for the last six years have been opening at home. So I think they're due to open on the road. For whatever reason, it also feels it also feels like they always kind of like the back half of the schedules of the divisional opponents because I think the NBA kind of like forces those in in case there's like tiebreakers or things like that. Because 
because I know divisional record is a tiebreaker. I think they want to move those to the back half of the schedule to make kind of the playoff race more exciting. So I took off all divisional opponents. I put it on the road. For whatever reason, I just settled on the Chicago Bulls at Chicago wow. Bulls to open up. I think it was their last road regular season road game of the year. I think it was one of the better wins of the season, too. They were at Chicago and then closed with, I want to say, Washington before going yes. to the play-in game. So I think they closed last season against Chicago on the road. I think they're going to open this season at Chicago on the road. And I know they play them four times this year because they only played them three times last year. So they'll be back in that four times a year for a couple years. So I'm going opening on the road against the Chicago Bulls with absolutely no just first thing that came to my mind. Interesting. Hornets started that game 11 for 11 from the field by the way exactly yes so they're gonna stay that hot again on this pick up they're gonna pick up where they left off exactly they're gonna go right in chicago keep on rolling because that was one that was one of the the better wins of the year and one of the more fun wins of the year too so um, i want to say Lamelo also had like what do you like 24 i think he had 24 in the first half 24 points in the first half or first quarter or something like that too so uh, i'm gonna go with that that's I'm, for whatever reason, I'm putting my flag on opening at the Chicago Bulls. That's interesting. Uh, Sam Farber, I'll get your instant reaction on that one. What do you think about that? I love it. I like the insight there about how the NBA looks at the schedule and is trying to backload some of those divisional matchups for good reason. So I, I like that. And also the potential of a Ball Brother versus Ball Brothers opening night. I think that's great. I think, you know, one thing we don't want to go out on a limb here and predict is it going to be nationally televised or not, but I think both those matchups are national TV worthy. There's some intrigue on them with the young Hornet superstar LaMelo Ball as the centerpiece of either a matchup against a most recent number one pick or against his brother. I like both picks, but for me, I'm going to go with, I'm going to say it's a home game and I'm going to say it's against the Atlanta Hawks. And the reason why I'm thinking this is because if you remember the previous season, Hornets lost in a playing tournament to the Indiana Pacers. They got the Pacers at home on opening night the following season. I think it's going to be a little bit more of the same, a little bit of redemption taken on Atlanta this time it's going to be in our barn. That's what I'm going to say. I'm going to say Atlanta at home opening night. What do you think about that one, Sam? I think that one has a lot of good logic behind it as well. Another marquee matchup, a potential national television-worthy contest. LaMelo Ball versus Trey Young once again. Obviously, yes, you've got that connection from the play-in tournament from the year prior, which did not have a lot of fond memories for Hornets fans for the second consecutive year. But as you mentioned, Hornets bested the Pacers at home in a, a thrilling opening night victory that got them off on the right trajectory. Hopefully, uh, if that's the matchup again here, regardless of where it occurs, I would be a similar result for the Hornets, who will certainly have whatever dates come against the Hawks on their calendar circled for this upcoming season. And I know that the Pacers weren't the best team last season. They weren't, especially compared to what they were in a play-in tournament the year prior. But for what it's worth, the Hornets did sweep them that year. I think the Hornets would certainly enjoy a sweep of the Atlanta Hawks this season as well. Again, we don't have an exact date of when the schedule will be released, but we know that it's coming up because, well, training camp is right around the corner as well. So as soon as we get official word on that, we'll go ahead and put a podcast out for that one. I'm sure it'll be the same crew as we had today. So Sam Perley, Sam Farber, thank you guys so much for joining me here on today's edition of the HHC brought to you by Senta. I'm Rob Longo saying so long. Thank you so much for tuning in and we'll see you next time right here on the Hornets Hivecast. Thank you for listening to the Hornets Hivecast brought to you by Senta, the official eye, ear, nose, and throat care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. For more coverage, visit hornets.com.